morning, everybody, and welcome to our Friday's coffee chat to Planet Fair. My name is Henrike von Platten, and I'm talking with my friend about how we reach Planet Fair even faster. So, <laughs> new stylish beginning, I thought. I'm in the mood of um, global discussion today, Margaret. How about you? It sounds good. <laughs> So what about global discussions do you want global to talk about? Yes. Well, I mean, we're both far away from each other. So we are in a global perspective already in different countries. And um, I've had this thought quite a few years and I think we never really discussed it. And I remember that um, in Germany, I used to talk to companies on city level that they were like saying, oh, I paid more in maybe Munich because it's more expensive than in Berlin. So same job, same positions, same whatever you want to call the level, used to get more money in one city than the other. And now we have this on the global level as well with the countries. And they're saying, well, a global uh, company that wants to get certified on a group level or do an analysis or whatever, figures out they are paying differently in countries and now how do they account for that in the analysis and um, I have like two ideas to that and I would like to know what you think about it or how you would approach it one is companies just integrate the um, the country as a variable in the analysis and then I look at it and I think hmm, well if if you just use the country but you don't really know why you differentiate the wage in the countries or by how much uh, you differentiate the wage, it wouldn't be enough for me. And the question is, would you sort of say use a living cost index, a Big Mac index, something that says, okay, I pay X percent more in X country than in Y country because the living costs are more expensive. And I want my employee on level X3, for example, to have the same standard of living no matter where in the world that person lives. And the other version would be the idea of um, doing separate analysis for each city or country and then using the weighted average of them without probably having that kind of index. So long story, short question, what do you think about that? Yeah, a couple of comments and uh, then I'll dive into the deep, deep, uh, details. So um, geographical pay differences, um, very, very common, not only in Germany, as you were mentioning, but this is a very common practice in the US. And there's a really interesting ongoing discussion um, on kind of US conversation platforms that where I um, spent some time <laughs> um, about how do we then benchmark remote work? Right. Should that then be because then the employee can be sitting wherever and should we then benchmark against the cheapest, um, you know, location or the most expensive location or the national average. So that's, you know, and companies are involving in that how to really price uh, remote work. So that's um, one thing, one comment that I had. And my second comment before I dive into what I think about this is that when you were describing, you know, including country in your model, you were saying, oh, but then I want a reason for why I'm um, including it. But I would argue that the same hold if you run a separate model. That doesn't change it. Like the end effect is the same. So I don't think that's, you know, why we pay what we pay globally. Um, you know, we need to, you know, know why independent of our modeling approach. It doesn't matter if it's one universal model or, you know, 
a model per country or how we want to do it. So then let me give you my two cents on how we should do it. <laughs> but no. I like your two thoughts. I like those thoughts. I, yep, good. <laughs> okay. So, um, proper so there, you know, like with any pay equity analysis, we always have to balance the size of our population and what we can do. So if we are talking about smaller organizations, let's say hundreds of employees that have global operations, then we need to be more conservative. And then we simply are just not in the position to be able to split the analysis up by country, because then, you know, when we isolate each country on its own, then, you know, we won't have the statistical power that we need to understand, for example, the impact of tenure. How do we understand the impact of tenure from 10 people when we are kind of understanding, trying to understand grade and tenure? We can't do it. So when we have a limited employee scale, we probably need to take your first approach, you know, account for the country, but have one global model. So then what is critical is that we then have the same pay philosophy across our uh, locations, right? So if there are fundamental differences in how you pay in Germany versus Vietnam versus the US and you're a small organization, then maybe, yes, we have to split it up and then maybe we have lost what we can do with the regression. So, you know, we need a minimum number of employees. But I think what should guide the decision uh, of whether we have one global model of many small models. One is the size of the organization. So if we have a smaller organization, we might want to go with a global model, but then let's say there are differences between Germany and the UK, Well, we can capture that within country-specific variables that don't affect anyone. So let's say the union contracts in Germany, um, we can put in union-specific variables that capture the characteristics of the contract or whatever it is. And then we have that just zeroed or nulled out for everybody in the UK, so it won't affect them. What I'm trying to convey is that there are tricks that we can play that even if we do a global analysis, we can capture the characteristics of the individual locations through, you know, trying to capture them through specific variables. If we have a lot of people, there's nothing um, that stands in the way of running separate models per country. Um, and it gives us the flexibility to kind of um, capture country specific um, details. One thing I would say in the middle, kind of there's always a middle ground. So what we've seen with kind of middle-sized companies, not in the true sense, but in terms of populations is sometimes we do this by region like when we don't have the statistical power to do it per country sometimes we do it by region so and the thought there is that sometimes we see regional differences in the pay grade structure so what do i mean so in one country when you think about pay structures and pay grades you see kind of the increase in pay goes rather flat and then very sharp at the end Right, so that's kind of typical, but we see the CEO is really high and maybe the management level next to them is also quite high. Uh, but this structure, like how the grade affects your pay, might differ by the region mm. or might differ by country. And then we, we want to be kind of mindful of that, even if, especially if we have a global model. So we might have to go regional 
or you know so bottom line you need to tailor it to your organization <laughs> i think that's my and that's that's right on the eight minutes so maybe that's, wow, that's uh, maybe that's the message here is that you really need to think about okay what is my organization what is my pay philosophy and then you know thinking and making these decisions on the modeling approach and just basing them in pay equity right so what, mm-hmm. that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to measure if there's systematic bias. So how do I best do that based on my employee population? Yeah, cool. Wow. <laughs> I need to think about this. I like it because in, in general it says, and we had this discussion, it's back down to the point where we say cultures are different, companies are different. They have to find their own fair culture and model and then thinking of what we do when we certify one, well, we need the best explanation. They need to make sure that they can explain why they feel that what they have been thinking about is actually fair. And if they can explain that and be transparent on it and everybody understands it, we are again at the point where we say, okay, then here you go. And it might be like three or five different versions of it. Yeah, perfect. Thank you very much. That was a great conversation, Margaret. Cheers on a coffee. I look forward to the next time. Goodbye, everybody. Happy weekend. (laughs) Bye. Yes. (laughs) Bye-bye.